This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Fasting for spiritual reasons has its own category of explanations. On Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the Jewish year, we yearn to identify first as souls by diminishing the physical. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. I grew up going to the incredible public schools in the areas that I lived in. In high school, I used to say that I could just roll out of bed and be there in five minutes. It was literally at the end of our street. You know, when I was younger, I came home for lunch every day and I watched the Flintstones and then later the soap operas, which back in the dinosaur days of my youth were actually only 15 minutes long. The street that I grew up on was filled with families that had kids. We played on those streets. We fell in love with each other. We stayed out till the lights went on and we grew up with very similar values. Most of our neighbors were Jews, and many Holocaust survivors as well. There were one or two neighbors who had Shabbat meals or mothers who lit Shabbat candles, but by and large, most people were secular. But one thing was for sure. Nobody went to school on Yom Kippur. Even the least affiliated or engaged among us stayed home, whether we went to synagogue services or not, whether we fasted or not. It was simply not done to go to school that day. And while I often did go to synagogue on Yom Kippur, I also remember going out to lunch afterwards. In my grandfather's old synagogue, there was no air conditioning. And I remember so clearly the smell in there, the breath smelling of ketosis, that fog of unwashed bodies in what was often late summer swelter. Yet everyone I knew had a breakfast for their family, whether they fasted on Yom Kippur or not. And one of the most ubiquitous conversations the week before was about what you were going to serve, whether this relative or that would be coming and what they were bringing, and whether this relative or that was going to like be a problem, and whether it was going to be a dairy feast or not. And in fact, I remember that my some understanding of that day was that one fasted if they were above bar or bat mitzvah age and they were physically healthy enough to do so. In my young life, I remember thinking that keeping that fast was a sign of maturity and discipline. Now one year, to my current shame and horror, three of my friends decided we were going to fast, but two of us just couldn't do it. And so... We shoved a piece of a candy bar into our third friend's mouth because we couldn't let her succeed either. And I suspect that I will see that in technicolor at my judgment on the day I die. But maybe my defiance and irreverence were because I never really understood the purpose of fasting. The Torah source reads, On the tenth day of the seventh month, you shall afflict yourselves. What difference did it make to afflict ourselves on that day? And what does it mean to even afflict oneself anyway? Well, 
Here are the criteria for affliction as laid out by our laws. The fast begins before sundown on Yom Kippur Eve and finishes after nightfall the following night. This means no eating and drinking at all, not even water. We can't apply oils. We don't wear leather shoes. There's no intimate marital relations. We don't wash or bathe, which obviously explains the smell in that non-air-conditioned shul in the 60s. I remember trying to explain fasting to my non-Jewish friends and how I had no words to share. Today, everyone I know does intermittent fasting for, as they say, a longer life, a leaner body, and a sharper mind. And the doctors say that many things happen during intermittent fasting that can protect organs against chronic diseases like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, age-related neurodegenerative disorders, even inflammatory bowel disease, and many cancers. Healthcare experts say that there are five top health benefits of fasting. They say that fasting supports blood sugar management, might help disease prevention, may support brain function, may delay aging and support growth and metabolism, and may support weight loss. But this has nothing to do with why Jews fast on Yom Kippur. Nothing. Just as eating kosher foods is a regimen for the soul, not the thighs, fasting for spiritual reasons has its own category of explanations. On Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the Jewish year, we yearn to identify first as souls by diminishing the physical. You see, angels, they don't eat or drink, and we want to emulate the angels. Many people wear white for this very reason. Yom Kippur is the day that all judgments rendered on Rosh Hashanah can be overturned. All of us knew that the God that we did or did not believe in was making that final decision about the coming year, and none of us wanted to tempt him. So we erred on the side of caution. We put on our sneakers or our Crocs. We didn't wear makeup, and we certainly didn't work. Today, Yom Kippur is my favorite day of the Jewish year. If one does the work that precedes it and uses the month of Elul before Rosh Hashanah to truly do a spiritual forensic accounting of ourselves, then we go into Rosh Hashanah hopeful and with a plan. And between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we have 10 more days to really concretize our intentions. So by Yom Kippur Eve, when we go for Kol Nidre, which means the annulment of vows, we are filled to the brim from the pre-fast feast, but we are ready, ready to eschew the physical, to connect with the spiritual, ready to speak to our creator and tell him who we are, who we wish to be. And undistracted by food and shopping and phones and finance, we are all there. I mean, all in for one day. If you can get past the hunger pains and the funky breath, you can lead soul first. And as the day ebbs away and the evening Ne'ila service begins, we imagine that the gates of heaven are closing and we summon all our yearnings and all our aspirations and we are utterly connected to our Creator, to our community, and most of all, to ourselves. Because we are souls. 
We happen to have bodies to carry us through this lifetime. The joy comes in having full clarity about who we truly are and how we truly want to identify. In his Handbook of Jewish Thought, Rabbi Aryeh Kaplan writes, The existence of a purposeful creator is indicated by the fact that the inorganic universe contains every ingredient needed to make organic life possible. The world exists as an arena for life, and the probability that this is entirely due to chance is infinitesimally small. The essence of the argument is that mathematically, the more complex and ordered a structure, the less the probability of its structure being due to chance. The chemistry of life, he writes, is by far the most complex process in our experience, and yet we find that the inorganic matter of the universe can support this process. Since there's only one type of matter in the universe, the chances of its having all the chemical and physical properties needed to support life are remotely small, unless we take into account a purposeful creator. On Yom Kippur, I reaffirm my commitment to knowing that this world and my very life has a purposeful creator. I fast, I wear my crocs, I pray, and sometimes even teach. And I wish that I had understood in my youth the thrill and the fundamental dignity of Yom Kippur Day because it's a chance to be who we truly are, souls on a physical journey. May it be a meaningful fast. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.